high in Hawaii. Coming to you from Misty Mountain Studio, sitting at 2,440 feet above sea level on this big rock. In the middle of the Pacific, just outside a volcano in the Puna district of the big island of Hawaii. Lord bless this planet and every living thing on it. Thank you so much for listening to High in Hawaii. You, could, of course, could check out our YouTube channel. We've got videos there. And, of course, we put some stuff on Facebook. Most of it's on our YouTube channel. And uh, we are trying to expand our website, so more coming on that. This episode brought to you under the influence of L.A. Confidential Live Resin Batter. Thank you, Alfred, at the big store in Hilo for your help on this featured product of the week. Got my new device called the Luca. You can see more on that on the YouTube channel. It's uh, quite awesome, the Luca. More on that coming up in just a minute. It's all fun and games till someone takes a dive off the porch. In this episode called The Bathroom Trip, we'll have wise words from the great one. Learning as I grow. Extracts, concentrates, there's so many variations. We're going to talk about them. Pause for the cause songs. And, of course, no one is immune from mental health problems. That's a fact. We'll talk about those. I'll share you my struggles in hopes that it helps somebody else. Thank you. Thank yous. Thank you. All of you. I appreciate you. I uh, am grateful for you taking the time to listen to High in Hawaii. Please tell a friend or two or 10 or 20. Our uh, listenership has dropped off slightly. I think it's mainly my fault because I haven't been promoting it as much and uh, probably could do a little bit more in the promotion department. So we'll be working on that (coughs) in the coming weeks after surgery. And I'll tell you more about that coming up soon. Thank you all to all that checked in on us during this uh, flooding rains. It came through the islands this week. We're doing fine at our elevation, but uh, it's clear that some people <laughs> don't realize that water wins. I mean, don't try to stop it. It's going to win. What's the old saying? Don't try to fool with Mother Nature or something like that. I don't remember now. We'll look it up. But, yeah, Mother Nature always seems to win. Uh, thank you. These are our thank yous. Thank you to Noam at the Ohana Greenhouse Store in Hilo. Always appreciate your help and your advice. That's where I get my fabric pots, the smart pots, and some other products that I show you in some of the videos. Thank you to Tim at Black Lava Vape Store in the new Pahoa Village Shopping Center. Got my Luca there. Got it going strong today, Tim. It's uh, it's working great, so I appreciate that. More on those products in the videos on the YouTube channel, of course. And at the top of our website, you can see a link to the YouTube channel. There's a link to the Facebook. We're going to have more links. I'm going to get on the uh, Instagram soon. My friend Brownie's, in, in, you know, he's in, encouraged me. Hey, try Instagram. It's pretty cool. So we're going to get on that pretty soon. And uh, so we'll have more stuff at the top of the page. We've got the support the podcast button. If you feel inclined, we surely appreciate that. And the website, of course, if you have not visited it, if you're finding us through another venue, we're at www dot h i i n h i dot com that's high in high dot com high in hawaii this is the bathroom trip it's all fun and games till someone takes a fall off the porch right it was the june of 2017 and we had just finished up this one room cabin improved the driveway a little bit and put up gates at the roadway. That's pretty much what we got done in that little five-week trip that I came in, or we all came in, actually. 
By the time we got back to Texas, though, the next trip was already booked. It was being planned. I was going to take a few months and rest up, sort of scale down my belongings again. Getting rid of stuff is really more difficult than I expected. Not not the throwing stuff away. That's easy. It, it's and, it, and it's not the items that I'm attached to either. It's not necessarily the thing. It's just I feel like somebody could use some of those things. So I gave them away. I mean, I had like a bunch of ammo that I couldn't bring. And I wasn't going to throw ammo away. So I gave it to somebody that I knew would use it. And there was other things as well. So I, I gifted a lot of items that way. And, and Kathy did as well. So there was the, the scaling down and it, it takes a long time to scale down depending on how much you have, obviously. So I, I guess that was a blessing in itself. There was some trading done. There was some selling done and uh, some donations were done and some stuff ended up in the garbage. The purging of the items had started long before then that June or July, but still I remember spending a lot of time deciding, is this going to go? Is this going to stay? What am I going to do with it? It was also this summer in 2017 that I first learned about shatter and other concentrates, but shatter was really what I was looking for. Kathy spot, our fur baby at the time, we have more fur babies now. We still have spot. Anyway, Kathy spot and I, we took a trip up to Colorado. I had some of my dad's ashes that I wanted to spread up on the side of a mountain and it was Kathy's birthday. So we said, Hey, let's go on a road trip to Colorado where cannabis and cannabis products are sold legally, right? <laughs> it was a fun trip and one of my favorite types of trips, a road trip where, well, it's not Kathy's favorite. I'll tell you that, but a road trip where you don't really have a plan. You just let's go and see where it ends up. Let's just go. Let's just hit the road and go and see what we find. That's not Kathy's way. Kathy likes to plan it all out. Know when we're going to stop, where we're going to stop, where we're going to eat. And I just like to wing it sometimes. So it, it's, you know, six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. But we played it my way on this particular trip. And it was a great time. We had a lot of fun. And the weather was weird for July. I mean, her birthday is July 13th. And, and, but we didn't really mind either because we were coming out of Texas up in the Rocky Mountains and it was, you know, cold. We built a fire, enjoyed it at the campsite. Um, and I did spread a few of my dad's ashes, uh, the rest of them at that time at a place called Two Ladies Mountain Range. Uh, Native Americans named them because from the distance, they look like a woman's breast as she lays down. And he always liked Colorado, so I know he liked those mountains, and I know he's happy. So we sat around the fire for a few nights, and I played guitar, and we we really just had a really great trip that three days. And I did make it to the store and buy some shatter. I'll tell you more about that in just a minute. But it was during this time that I was coming up with the plans for the bathhouse or the bunker. See, Ken John, what's his face was talking about sending some stuff over here. And there was a bomb scare actually here on the island. So somebody accidentally sent out a warning that a bomb was coming missiles on the way. Some bull anyway, it scared a bunch of people for like 10 minutes. I wasn't here at the time, so it didn't affect me, but I started thinking, what if, you know, where would I go? What would I do? And so I started thinking about this bathroom bunker idea. I also wanted to build something that wouldn't be easily destroyed by this punk ass coming by 
messing up my shit. Sorry. My neighbor, John, had sent me some pictures of some destruction on our cabin that had taken place just weeks after leaving the island. Turns out screwing all the doors in position helped, but it didn't stop this punk-ass kid from busting a hole in the wall just to see what was inside. Remember, there's nothing in here. A couple of buckets and uh, some broken tools, but it looked like the work of a screwdriver, maybe a pry bar, maybe some hammer action, I don't know. Busted a hole big enough to fit your hand through. <clears throat> he also uh, must have taken him a while because he left a can, an empty soda can on the ground. I took that can, I impelled it on a sharp stick and stuck it in the ground at the roadway. Sort of as a warning, like I knew you were here. Here's your damn can. It's still there to this day, actually. There was nothing here to steal. It was just the destruction and the violation of our space. It really pissed me off. I'm still kind of pissed about it, really. And it wouldn't be the last time that this punk would come around. So I was determined. I was going to build something, make it as hard as I could to break in again. And I thought brick and concrete would do it. You know, like the little pigs and the bad wolf. Wood wasn't enough, so maybe bricks would make it good enough. So I came up with this plan of a, of a 10 by 10 brick bathroom, toilet, sink, shower with a little extra room for storage or maybe the solar equipment, which is what we have in there now. I'd build up the base from the ground, construct a frame, mix and pour some concrete with a machine, not a wheelbarrow or a bucket. I would need to acquire a concrete mixer. That was obvious. Something I could fit in a rental car to get it home. The materials got ordered in advance before I ever arrived so that they would make it on time to the island. I was going to be on site for about nine weeks. Kathy was planning to come in the middle of that time for a short visit and to help out wherever was possible. August to October of 2017 was booked and I was excited to get back. I mean, the feeling from the first trip had left me the, the feeling of, um, you can call it aloha, but it's the feeling you get here on the island. And I was anxious to get back here and feel it again. It's just something special about this place. I, I don't feel it everywhere I go on this island, but in many places on this island, there's just a, like a powerful force that you feel inside if you let it in, so to speak. The mana is strong here. The power of that land, the, the just some sort of force. Fire up the Luca. One of the things that sticks out about that trip, I didn't say goodbye to my mama. <laughs> I'm laughing about it now, but she was not happy at the time. And I didn't do it on purpose. Believe me, it was not on purpose. I was coming back, and I thought everybody knew I was leaving again to come do some work. But she didn't. And I just remember Mama was a little upset with me. I explained it to her. It wasn't intentional. I just didn't see her before I left. I guess I had too much on my mind. I did try to call. She didn't see that I tried to call or call me back. It's just one of those miscommunication things, but we worked it out. She, uh, she understood after I explained it to her. Anyway, well, upon arriving on the island, 
I got picked up by this nice lady who worked for a guy named Rick. Now, Rick was a guy that uh, Kathy had met through our realtor, Michael. And Rick lives down in Hilo Town, and Rick rents cars. You can rent them by the week, you can rent them by the month, or some of his cars you can buy. You can actually rent them to buy later. He goes to auctions in Oahu and then has them shipped over. So we got this 2004 Honda Civic. Wasn't much to look at, but it ran good, had all the parts where they needed to be. And uh, it was a decent price to buy, and we were going to rent it for the first month until Kathy arrived, and then we'd make a decision. So the goal was simple, build a solid structure, secure, using the cinder blocks and concrete. Here they call them hollow blocks or hollow bricks. The process, not as simple. I had poured just a little bit of concrete in my day, just enough to know I hated it. (laughs) I've never mixed any mortar, never laid a brick in my life. Believe me, there's an art to that stuff and... I did not have the the hand. It was a slow learning process, to say the least. But once I had the hang of things and it got going a little faster, um, felt felt pretty good. Now, when the pre-ordered materials did arrive, unfortunately, we were short about half of the blocks. Somehow, someone purchasing the materials had allocated our order over here, and somebody else came in and bought some of them. I don't know how it happened, but they were going to be bringing the rest of my blocks when they got the shipment. (laughs) Now, here I am on a time schedule, and I'm waiting on a shipment. It's that jungle thing, a jungle factor. I realized that the order did not include rebar, and I'd asked for it to be ordered. But they didn't get it on the order. I found some in stock, but it was like 20 or 30 foot long and it wasn't going to fit in the car. They didn't want to cut it. So I thought I could get around it. I had an idea. I'd just get more concrete and pour it down through the wall. So I skipped putting the rebar inside the walls. There were several little things that I did not account for. But in the long run, it all worked out. I mean, considering that I'd never done it before. It's still standing now after three years, so pretty happy with it. Not everybody likes it. It's an outdoor bathroom. One thing you have to consider here, as I mentioned earlier, is the jungle factor. If the jungle don't want you to do something today, you ain't going to do it today pretty much. It will prevent you or slow you down considerably. It, It just does. It's just that way. It's the ebb and flow. It's the good and bad. It's the yin and yang. Kathy arrived mid-September for the short visit. It's scribed on the floor in the bathroom right there on the corner, nine sixteen seventeen. We worked together on the first few segments of the floor in the bathroom. She sat on the bucket and helped spread and tamp the concrete. And it was helpful to have somebody pour water or just have a helping hand here or there. I think it was probably the first time she ever saw someone with heat exhaustion. Three stages of heat disorder, cramps, exhaustion, and stroke. Usually in that order, but it doesn't have to be. Now, I'd worked hard in the blazing sun trying to chisel this lava rock with anything I could find and ended up renting a tool 
for just one day. <laughs> a big jackhammer. It was so big that the little generator wouldn't power it. So I had to go to my neighbor, John, once again, beg him for a borrow. And he was gracious enough to let me borrow his big generator. He also luckily had a concrete mixer for sale. And I got a great deal on that. Lesson to myself and anybody out there. Concrete mixer is still hard-ass work. <laughs> it makes it a little easier, but it does not make it easy. I couldn't drink enough water to keep up, basically, with what I was losing. And I got dehydrated. After I took a shower, heat exhaustion set in. Now, I'd taught this, so I knew what was happening, and I knew what to do. Heavy sweat, cold, pale, clammy skin, muscle cramps, weakness, dizziness, headaches, nausea. And when I say muscle cramps, I mean body just cringing up. You, I couldn't straighten out if I tried. It was horrible. It was horrible. I'd been there before. Not quite as bad. I think that might be the worst. I was borderline. I mean, it was like I told her, I said, if I pass out, if I throw up, you're going to have to take me to the ER. But stay cool, sip water, tried to keep some food down. And I knew if it got any worse, ER was the, where we'd end up. But I made it through the night. And I decided from that moment on that I was going to be extra cautious, especially after she left and I'd be working alone. The motivation was there. I mean, <laughs> we had to have a bathroom, had to have a place to shower, a sink for washing, and a flushing toilet. By this time, I was hating the bucket duty. No more buckets was the mantra. You know, I, I've said it before, I'll say it again, chambermaids never got paid enough, in my opinion. Of course, they were just probably slaves anyway. So, <clears throat> The worst is my own. I ain't complaining about her. I know what I'm in for her. I mean, that's, that's the deal. That's the bargain. She can't walk out in the forest, so I'm going to take the bucket. But, whew, man, I just got sick of the buckets. See, in my survival days in the Air Force, we'd dig a big hole. Construct a bench or a seat, cover it for privacy, you know, or to avoid the elements, depending on the time of year. And as you would use the latrine, you would then scoop the dirt back over what was being done. Now here, you can't dig a hole deep enough to allow for that. Also, like I said, Kathy, not going to be able to walk on this rocky ground out in the jungle where the latrine would have to be. I knew living in close quarters had to have a latrine a little bit away. There was no doubt. I needed to position it just right so that the slope of the land could assist in that septic pipe system. Because digging is difficult. If everything all goes downhill, it's going to make it easier. Lay in the drain pipe. But there's just that one segment I had to get through. And it probably wasn't a foot deep. It probably wasn't more than five foot long. But it took forever to chisel that damn lava. I took a piece of that lava that I chiseled and I put it in the shower on the rail. It's right there on top of the concrete block to remind me just how damn hard it was to get that thing built. And I enjoy my shower. I love it. It's badass. Um, as far as I'm concerned from things I've built. Um, but like I said, not everybody digs it. <laughs> Sorry, Char. 
So one night during this uh, time, after I was feeling better, <laughs> the next day, we sat on the porch enjoying the mana of the land and everything we'd gotten done so far. And I was showing Kathy this fancy trick of how to open a bottle of wine with a pair of pliers, a screw, and a screw gun. And as I did the demonstration, she made a video of me popping the cork. And we sipped on some wine, and I played the guitar, and we had a good time. But as it got dark, she was going to go to the bathroom in the bucket. And I should have gotten up and got the bucket. I should have gotten up and got the bucket. I should have gotten up and got the bucket. But I didn't. Next thing I know, she had fallen off the back porch face first into some lava rocks. Chopped her face all up. I remember the next day we're shopping at Home Depot and a worker at Home Depot came up. She goes, oh, girl, what's your board look like? Kathy tried to explain to her that she wished it had been something as exciting as a surfing accident, but that she just had fallen trying to go to the bathroom. So I was determined, man. I was like, this is never going to happen again. The pathway to the bathroom is going to be concrete. It's going to be easy to navigate. It's going to be well lit. And to this day, it's still not good enough. I still, I, after my foot gets rehabbed, I, I'm going to go back and make it wider. I'm going to extend it. Also want to make it wheelchair friendly. So anyway, while we're waiting for the rest of these hollow blocks, cinder blocks to come by ship, I spent time pouring the concrete walkway just a little bit at a time. I'd go get 10 bags of concrete in the back of the car, bring them home, mix them, pour them, cover it. And I made just a little section at a time. Now, after the materials did arrive, I didn't, you know, the rest of the stuff made it here on the ship. I had about two weeks. It was about 13 days to finish the bathroom bunker. <clears throat> In next week's episode, I'll tell you about those last 13 days of finishing the bathroom and the car crash on October 13th of Friday, the 13th. That almost ended everything. It was a close one. Remember the Honda Civic? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it got totaled. Wise words. I like this one. It's short, it's sweet, and it's right to the point. Wise words from the great one. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. The great one, Wayne Gretzky. Pause for the cause songs. Let's do it. Let's fire it up. Let's get lit. Let's get high in Hawaii. This song was recorded in December 2013 in the studio uh, I was working at at the time, West Jeans, with help from Tyler Linnaeus. This song is called Locked Out of Love. I was really excited to have him in the studio. It was the first time that they came. It was the first of many visits, actually. And uh, it also got me started thinking about the future and producing music. It's an old Lucky Peterson tune I hope you enjoy on High in Hawaii. 
looks at the bend and win and I I see what I can see. I see two pair of eyes looking back at me like I love and I just don't understand. Is that a woman in there with you? Or is it another man? time I met West Jeans was at a radio station in Lufkin, Texas, probably in 1990, no, 98, 98. And, uh, my friend Steve Ricks, maybe it was 97. Anyway, my friend Steve Ricks was interviewing him for the classic rock station in this group of radio stations that I worked for. And at the time he was only like 15 and wow, man, he just blew me away with his Hendrix covers and just how amazing he was on the guitar. Some amazing guitar work there on that tune from the old radio station in the old studio in Paris. We had a lot of fun there. More on Tyler, who was accompanying him, coming up here in just a few minutes. Hey, before we get into today's topics, there is a video on our YouTube channel called Seed Germination, another one called Monster Clones, and then an update on the YouTube channel of both of those. A uh, few hiccups since that update, but uh, we'll be updating it again in the future. That's just how it goes when you're learning as you grow. And I just, man, I tell you, looks good one day. Next day, everything is droopy. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> learning as I grow. Extracts and concentrates. It's not just hash and keef anymore. There's shatter, butter, batter, crystalline, sugar, sugar, there's pulling snap, there's distillate, there's diamonds, there's live resin, there's rosin. It gets confusing after a while. And uh, basically, it's all just cannabis concentrates. Cannabis concentrate refers to any product 
created by the accumulation of the trichomes from the plant. You compare that to the raw plant material of marijuana, concentrates offer a more potent high and a quicker onset of action. A wider range of consumption methods, too. So many ways to use some of these products. Depending on your consumption preference and your tolerance level, the ideal dose can vary from person to person or even product to product. Different textures are the result of deliberate steps taken before or after the initial extraction process. Let me stress to you, this is concentrated THC, okay? If smoking a joint sends you to the moon, then one dab hit, you're going to feel like you're sitting on the moon waiting on that joint to show up, pretty much. If 10 hits of a joint equals like 10 or 15 coughs, <coughs> well, then you can expect that a dab hit off the glass of some concentrate going to do the same thing. Expect to cough. <coughs> you can go easy, but eventually... You're going to hit it right, and then you're going to cough. Be careful and start slow. That's all I can tell you. My first time on dabs was on that mountain camping trip in Colorado. And I this ain't to be like a pun or nothing, but I have never been so high on weed in my life. I stayed up most of the night just high. I mean, I couldn't believe I could get so high from such a little sample of this concentrate. So let's talk about concentrate. Terms like shatter, batter, crumble, sugar, oil, sauce refer to the concentrate's appearance, the texture, the color, the malleability. In other words, these terms basically inform us about the look and the feel of the concentrate. Now, these are the descriptions of the most common concentrate textures found on the market. Shatter is one of the most versatile of all, really. It, it, it just, it's easy to work with. Many other textures, such as butter and crumble, they start off as shatter. Shatter is known for its resemblance of like brittle glass, which of course shatters on contact. It can also have a snap and pull consistency that gives it like elastic-like properties, sort of like taffy. With a variety of solvent extraction methods, the most popular include BHO, PHO, EHO, and CO2. There's just a lot of different varieties of solvent extraction methods for shatter. Known for its brittle glass-like texture, as I mentioned, it also has sort of a yellow, golden, bright amber color throughout. Your butter and your batter are a little softer in texture, kind of like cake batter or, or butter. They're malleable, easy to handle. They look sort of like um, the sun, yellow's color of the sun or a bright orange even. Butter-like consistency allows the extract to be easily used as a spread on blunts or joints or obviously used in a dab rig, which is what we're doing today, live resin batter. L.A. Confidential from the Big Island Growing Store.
putting it in our dad rig that is now, uh, man, I tell you, it is the way we go is the Luca. And we've got pictures of that up on our YouTube channel. You can check that out using it as we go along here. Crumble crumbles like, um, what's well, sort of like butter and batter. It's just, it's a more crumbly like consistency, sort of like honeycomb. It's, uh, a little bit lighter color, not glossy. It's more matted. Sugar, well, it's it's the concentrate that looks and kind of feels like sugar when you're messing with like a sappy, wet sugar. Never really a uniform color. They, they sort of vary from bright yellow to deep amber. Sauce is thicker, more viscous in texture, looks stickier. The color can range from deep amber to bright mustard. Sauce is similar to sugar in its consistency and color, but it's really... Uh, more uniform and prominent with the crystalline structure. Crystalline is a single crystallized compound. Just as the name implies. THCA and CBD crystalline are the white crystals that can vary in density and size. They can be from powder to small little rocks. Usually the most powerful product on the shelf. My knowledge and my passion for these products has come a long way since that trip to Colorado in 2017. The first experience of Shatter was great. I mean, I loved it. Rocky Mountain High, Colorado, baby. Um, but I went there to find Shatter. And I remember it being a Saturday, and they called it Shatter Day because all the Shatter was on sale on Shatter Days. And the sign in the glass case said, now selling live resin. And I was like, what is that? (laughs) I'm still trying to catch up with this shatter stuff. And now y'all got this new thing over here. I never even heard of this live resin. What is, what the what? So the concentrate realm continues to grow. And as it does, we're going to try to keep you informed here on high in Hawaii. Hey, thanks to Weed Maps. They got a lot of great information that we used for this segment in high in Hawaii. Learning as I grow. More coming up next week as we talk about some of the plants that are uh, actually sprouting here at Misty Mountain Studio. This young artist got his start as well in his early teens. After some relationship drama, he basically locked himself in a room, learned guitar, Started writing songs, got his GED, and then started gigging. Starts our pause for the cause song from Tyler Linnaeus, L-E-N-I-U-S. You can check out Tyler on Facebook. You can Google Tyler Linnaeus. This is called New Car Smell from his album, 90 Miles Insane. He probably wrote this when he was 15, too. Tyler Linnaeus, New Car Smell on high in Hawaii.
Lenius, new car smell from his album 90 Miles Insane. He's still gigging. He's out there. Check him out on Facebook. Tyler Lenius. We're going to link it right here on our transcript section. So I put together this idea for this podcast to help other people. If you find this information to be helpful, great. I'm happy. That's wonderful. If you have a subject that you would like to hear more about, you can email us at KNDMisty. Dot mtn at gmail.com. That's kndmisty.mountainmtn at gmail.com. Link on uh, our YouTube channel. All that is right there. Everything, everything's got a link back to the, uh, the email or it's supposed to. And if it doesn't, we're working on it. <laughs> but you can send an email if you have any questions or if you just have an idea for a topic. Now, for gripes, bitches, or complaints, you can buy a stamp and mail that through the U.S. Postal Service, all right? Uh, no one is immune from depression. Now, I only share my experience so that others can use it however they need it. I, I hope it helps somebody. 
if just one person is helped, then that'll be enough for me. It's important to me that I give you the best information that I can. I don't do this haphazardly. It's not a joke. It's for real. I struggle with these things. I was talking to my doctor today about my struggle over the last few weeks with depression and dark thoughts and anxiety and anger issues and, and my, my go-to move, which is just run, you know, I just want to, I explained to her that being around family was a blessing, but I could see how the pain of saying goodbye could lead me into a dark place to avoid that pain. Back to the whole, if I blow it up, then I know the result thing. It's not logical. I explained to her that I had talked with Kathy and, and now with her being my doctor, but I just felt, I just felt like I wasn't strong enough or strong as I should be. Dr. M helped me to realize that just noticing the issues, reaching out, trying to manage the situation are all indications to her that I am able to go forward, that I have the skills. She reminded me a step back or a slip is not going all the way back to the darkest place. It's just a slip up or a fallback. It's okay. She said sometimes we give our thoughts too much meaning. It sounds so simple now. But when the storm's brewing and the darkness is setting in, it can be overwhelming. I don't, I don't, I don't try to come on here and tell you what a doctor would tell you for your situation. I just try to share my experience as an example of some issues that other people go through. I don't know that you really can label it one thing, depression or anxiety or stress. The biggest label that has been attached that I've always felt negative about was mental illness. I think the better term is mental health. I used to have a problem saying mental illness, but now I don't care. I'll say whatever and do whatever it takes to stay on top of it and not let it control my life. Me controlling my life, not my illness, not my mental illness. I'll label it whatever I need to if it helps people. I genuinely want to help people who struggle with some of the issues like mine. Anxiety, stress, depression, suicidal thoughts. Mental health is real. You can get help. You don't have to struggle alone. Obviously, these things can affect anyone, anywhere. Maybe you've heard the news from across the pond in the UK. Even royalty are not excluded company from this group of people. People who struggle with mental health issues. I didn't know how expansive it was. I never realized how many people are struggling to stay healthy and sane. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay 
to ask for help. It takes strength to ask for help. You're only weak if you let yourself be weak. Talking can save lives. Reach out. Check on someone today. Let someone know you're okay. Or let them know you're not okay. Remember, your thoughts are just thoughts. Sometimes they become more meaningful if we dwell on them. But they're just thoughts. We can change our thoughts. Help is available. You don't have to struggle alone. I picked up this pamphlet yesterday when I was at the VA. I I pick them up quite often. Because they got good stuff in them. You know, there's pictures of Marines and Air Force, Navy, Army veterans telling their story about how they struggle. The Confidential Veterans Crisis Line, online chat and text are available. And they're there for you. If you're a veteran in crisis or you know a veteran who is, the VA offers help. The Veterans Crisis Line is staffed by caring, qualified responders. Many are veterans themselves. They understand what veterans have been through. The Veterans Crisis Line, online chat, and text are available to all veterans and their families and friends, even if they're not registered with the VA or enrolled in the VA healthcare. I'm going to say that again. All veterans and their families and friends can use this. VA responders are standing by 24-7 every day of the year. It's confidential. You can do it by phone. You can do it on a chat. You can do it on a text. Help is just a phone, click, or text away. It says, you served us. Now let us serve you. It's your call. 1-800-273-8255. Saw it on several newscasts over the week. It's funny that I knew the number by heart now because I say it every week. Oh, no, this is not pre-recorded from each segment. This is each individual segment is on its own. I'm not too lazy. I'm not lazy. I'm not going to copy something from another episode and just slide it in on you. 800-273-8255. Veterans Press 1. VeteransCrisisLine.net and text them at 838255. 838-255-TEXT. 22 veterans take their life each day. 22 is way too many. Hey, one's too many, but we got to get this down. We got to work on this. I don't want to be a statistic and I don't want you to be one either. Reach out if you need it. 
And of course, reach out if you know somebody that needs it. Check us out, www.highandhigh.com. Our complimentary sponsorships, West Jeans, Fuzz Face. Hey, man, let me tell you, the guy's not only a guitar genius, he builds some incredible pedals. Check him out. We got a link there as a complimentary sponsorship. My son Joe's got his chili oils and such, also a link there for him and his thing going as well. So check them out. This is High in Hawaii, coming to you from Misty Mountain Studio, a K&D production. Aloha. Y'all come back now, you hear? Have a night, That boy ain't right. Hope you're ready for the next episode. Hey. Smoke weed every day.